I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens, it's two old queens, they're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens, it's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, I am so excited for our guest, a three-peat. Please let everyone know who is joining us today. He's a comedian and actor. You can hear him on the ABC show When Nature Calls. And he's the voice of Julio on The Simpsons. It's Tony Rodriguez. Yay. Hello. <laughs> oh, very nice. You have been here before. I have. <laughs> How's it going? Thanks for doing this, Tony. Thanks Our three Peter. Our first three Peter, maybe? I don't know. I think we've had one or two others. One or oh. two others. Sorry. But you might be, I think you're our third three-peat. So you're the our third, third three-peat. Three, three oh, cubes. There you go. Oh, do I get a vest like they do on Saturday Night Live? A yeah, vest? check your mailbox sure. right now. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Rumble, 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 rumble. rumble, rumble. <laughs> Tony. Delson's mailed me a coupon. <laughs> they mailed it to you personally. <laughs> yeah. Um, were you uh, into like a toy line when you were growing up, like a GI Joe with Transformers? Did you have like a favorite? Like, oh, I gotta have like each one of these. I'm not. I had He Man's. Sure. And I gotcha. had GI Joes. I'm not a completist. I guess I've no, never no, been a completist. No. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> I don't finish series. <laughs> I didn't finish watching the movie we were talking about. No. <laughs> you might not even finish this episode. Yeah. Oh, Gelson's gotta go. Um, <laughs> they did send you that coupon. <laughs> Expire soon. Oh, um, <laughs> no. He man, no, <laughs> no. I'm already getting punchy. He man, Care Bears. I had Care Bears. I had My Little Pony. Really? Okay. Yeah, Would you mix fun. and match them like a oh, true constantly. child? <laughs> oh, crossover. All he's the not time. a completist, and he's not a purist. No, no. I'm not. Mm -mm. You would let your imagination run wild, is what I'm mm -hmm. hearing. Still do. 
<laughs> guilty all kinds of toys i like it in the dark if you know what i mean uh i think i do yes very tough 100 percent big tangents Oh, I never would mix and match my toy, like my Star Wars toys stuck in Star Wars world, my G.I. Joe stuck in Star and G.I. Joe world. What is wrong with you? Why would never mingle? Why not? I I wasn't interested in that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what a peculiar child you were. Is that weird? I don't know. What also I didn't like they were like different sizes. Like I wanted them to be like Star Wars a little smaller. Like that wouldn't make sense for like Darth Vader to be puny compared to He-Man. Like that was my thinking. Those two are different, sure. But G.I. Joe is the same as Star Wars, aren't they? They are, but I didn't want them to mix. I don't know. I like Star Wars being Star Wars. My friend and I, we would like spend hours setting up because like between the two of us, we had a lot of Star Wars. We would just, this is Endor and then this is the Rebel (gasps) Bay. And by the time it was all set up, Time to go, go home. home. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I had a friend who had a ton. He had he had the most enviable Star Wars collection. We would spend like an hour picking who was which person, and sure. then setting up. He had like a playroom in his house where it was each corner was a different oh. place. It was fun. He had a playroom in addition to like a bedroom. Yeah. Oh. The suburbs of New Jersey. Very. He was People are living large. Rich. Was he it? Had all the Star Wars figures. He was a completist. A Tony oh. Soprano. You were friends <laughs> with the Tony Soprano. <laughs> exactly. My bedroom was my playroom, and it still is. <laughs> Thank you. That's what we've heard. Wow. That's where all the toys I, are. Um, yeah. I wanted to, you had Endor. I had the Ewok Village and Millennium Falcon. Or those were like the big, literally. Those are big ones, a, yeah. Yeah. I had, those a had the Death Falcon. Star. Did you have that? It was like a three-story no. thing. That was fun. I had a miniature Death Star that had like the trash compactor in it. It was like mini and like the figures were like not even an inch tall, but like tin, you know? Yeah. And it came with like the trash compactor and had little, I remember the junk was like little foam pieces. Yeah. And then you could make the walls. You had that, John? You said that was was the bottom floor of the big Death Star. That was that one. The middle one just had that bridge so you could pretend to swing across it. And then the top had the big gun. Sure. It was like a big wedge and the, the the wide part of it, I think was just like a cardboard like picture of things. Things, a, fun, yeah. a star's field perhaps. Exactly, yes. I would guess <laughs> a planet out there maybe. Yeah, exactly. Some and computer then- stuff. You could pretend you were typing on Ooh. a computer thing. Oh. And there was a big fun. elevator on the one in the point. Did you have, were you into Star Wars toys, John? Was that Huge your- into Star Wars. Yeah, that was big. Oh. Star yeah. Wars and Legos. Love Although those Legos. I didn't mix, but those are very different worlds aesthetically. They are. That, <laughs> That's true. That, that is sensible. <laughs> Did not mix those. I would say. But sometimes my Lego people were Star Wars people, so it worked. Oh, they had. They must have, right? They did. They didn't so. then, but I would just pretend. Oh. I just put like a brown block on someone's head and be like, "That's Chewbacca." Sure. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Tony. Oh, that's that voice work coming through. Very nice. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess that's a drunk Chewbacca. Perfect. That was, that was a lady Chewbacca, like trying to pick someone up at a bar. <laughs> I mean, how do we know we're not? We haven't been hearing drunk Chewbacca this whole time. How do we know? That's true. How do we never? Maybe we've never heard drunk. Chewbacca sober. Maybe Chewbacca sober sounds very like. Hello there. I am Chewbacca. It is nice to meet you, Han Solo. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Oh, it's time for warp speed. Buddy. Let's go. I know warp speed is Star Trek, and wow. this is Star Wars. We were riffing on, but that's fine. We're not here to nitpick Star no, Trek. No, Star no, of course not. You really Why? do want your world separate and not to touch. Well, you like that you? with food, where you're like, I can't. The, the carrots can't touch the bread. I didn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is All it? Right. They. 
What is it they do in Star Wars then? Hyperspace. What? Oh, duh. <laughs> Jesus, Tony. This Jesus drunk Christ. Chewbacca doesn't know that. <laughs> sure. But we're not here to nitpick the difference between Star Wars and Star Trek. We're here to nitpick a movie that I chose. You chose it. Because now we are into week three of Queen's Choice. And I chose, like a lunatic perhaps, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Batman and Robin. John, what's the deal with Batman and Robin? (laughs) Mark, let me tell you the deal with Batman and Robin. It was directed by Joel Schumacher, written by Akiva Goldsman. This superhero adventure finds Batman and Robin attempting to foil the sinister schemes of the deranged and melancholy Mr. Freeze and the sultry, plant-loving femme fatale Poison Ivy. And a third hero, Batgirl, shows up and helps the dynamic duo fight the villains and save the world. It stars George Clooney, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Chris O'Donnell, Uma Thurman, Alicia Silverstone, Michael Goh, Pat Hingle, Jeep Swenson, and Elle McPherson. It premiered on June 20th, 1997 and made $238.2 million off of budget of 160 million. The film received generally unfavorable reviews and is often considered to be one of the worst films ever made. It currently holds an approval rating of 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow! (laughs) Roger Ebert called it wonderful to look at with nothing authentic at its core. Due to the film's poor reception, Warner Brothers canceled a sequel titled Batman Unchained and an untitled spinoff for Robin or Nightwing. Uh, The film was nominated for 11 Razzie Awards, Worst Picture, Worst Director, Worst Screen Couple, Worst Screenplay, two for Worst Supporting Actor, two for Worst Supporting Actress, Worst Remake or Sequel, Worst Reckless Disregard for Human Life and Public Property, and Worst Song, for The End is the Beginning is the End. And Alicia Silverstone (laughs) was the only winner for Worst Supporting Actress. However, the song The End is the Beginning is the End by the Smashing Pumpkins won a Grammy Award for Best Hard Rock Performance. And that is the deal with Batman and Robin. Well, this is the last time I trust the Razzies when it comes to musical taste. (laughs) Usually they're such arbiters of quality, the Razzies. Uh, So, Tony, had you seen this before? What did you think of Batman and Robin? I don't think I had. Interesting. I I had seen Batman Forever, and maybe I I remember. We did this I mean, a year would, ago. Yeah. And then previously to previous to that. Yes, know, yes, yes. When it was out. Yes. I was I think I was seeing this. If I had seen it, I have no memory Locked of it. it. Sure. Yes, exactly. Um I enjoyed it. <laughs> you did? <laughs> yes. You could enjoy it. That's fine. I I thought it was like the showgirls of superhero movies. Yes. It is aiming for something. It does, doesn't land it's anything. Close it's, to hitting. Yeah. But when you're reading the Rotten Tomatoes score, do you happen to know what Showgirls is rated? Uh, I don't, but I can find out. Hold on. I mean, we covered this last year. Batman I think so. Was? Yes. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, I'm a Batman fan. You're wearing a Batman shirt. I'm the people should shirt. know. Classic logo. Yeah, yeah. And I loved the 60s TV show. And I think yes. that's what he, Joel Schumacher, was yes. aiming for, but didn't tell anyone else. <laughs> yes. Well, he claims that the Warner Brothers, the producer, said that they wanted it to be more of a movie that more family friendly and to think of it as a way to sell toys. Well, they used the word, he said they used the word he had never heard before called toyetic. Right. The movie needed to be toyetic. <laughs> But he like I watched this fun like special features on the making of and it in it like Joel Schumacher says like 
yeah, there was this crazy pressure to make it toy friendly. We were like really production was really rushed and like nothing was really settled, but also uh, and, like executives were there all the time. Like every on Batman oh. Forever, we had to convince people to like be in the movie. And for <laughs> Batman and Robin, it, they were like trying to keep people away. Like everyone wanted to be like the expectations were so high, but then also executives were pressuring them so, everything so much to get a toy, 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 money, money, money. But that mm -hmm. same token, he says, I was also there. I was awake. I was there for <laughs> right. all of it. So I don't blame anybody. He has no one. And he like apologizes for the movie, wow. which I think is probably unwarranted. This is hardly a crime against humanity, but that's just my opinion. Uh, John, what did you think? Had oh, you seen first, this before? First, Tony, to answer your question, Showgirls has a 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. These so are both too more. low, I think. <laughs> uh, I had seen this movie when it came out, and I might have seen it one other time or caught some of it here or there. Um, yeah, it's bad. I thought it was bad when I saw it. I didn't really enjoy it now. Um, I think it's too, it's unfortunate that it is so bad. I think, uh, yeah, it's just sort, it's sort of like a mess. It seems like they didn't have enough time on the script. So it's just like, uh, now here's another sequence. Here's another sequence. Like it just doesn't feel coherent. I feel George Clooney as Batman. I, I don't think he's bad, but I think he is like a supporting character in this. Like he's very rare. He, he's not in it that much. He, he doesn't have a strong presence in the movie. Mm -hmm. I think in this one, like he doesn't have a thing that he's struggling with other than to like calm down. Trust and not be afraid that everyone's going to die, I guess. You yes, can't control just, death, I guess. Yeah, it's, not, it's great for a kid's movie. Uh, it's very <laughs> toyetic. Fear of death is a great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I uh, watched it again and was like, yep, this is not good. As I Was recall. there anything you liked about it? I think Uma Thurman is good in it. Yes. I think she's the only, I think yes. everyone just seems to be unhappy. Everyone just seems mm -hmm. like they're not having fun except for her. She's the one person who seems to be like, oh, we're doing this. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, all right, then I'll give you that. But everyone else just seems like they don't want to be there or they don't like it or they don't get what they're, they don't understand what they're doing or they hate mm -hmm. the costume they're wearing. So it feels very like frenetic and joyless to me, I think overall as a movie. As compared to Batman Forever. Yes, which we all universally adored. Yes, say that. Course, yes, yes, yes. My memory is different, but yeah, yeah, mine's funny. Yeah, yeah, mm, sure. I but how about you, Mark? What are yeah, you yeah. now that you have chosen Batman and Robin? What do you think? Well, about I hadn't him? seen it in like years and years, and yeah, I couldn't tell you the last time I saw it. So maybe this will be interesting just to see how it holds up and like a nice little bookend because yeah. we did this last year with Tony, and then also maybe just to spite John a little, have a little sure, fun. Sure. Right? I um, would never. <laughs> I didn't know that was a part you. of this. Thank no. you. I'm no. no. I'm going to Gelson's. I can't. I'm not doing this. No, anymore. that coupon expired. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> that wine bar is closed, I bet, anyways. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but I hadn't seen it in forever. And yeah, it did make me appreciate. It's not good by any means. But I do think, like, <laughs> if this was, because it's two hours. If this was, like, 85 minutes, mm -hmm. and just, like, a pre mm -hmm. just be a toy commercial. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, just be a toy commercial. Because yeah. the sets are, the production design is genuinely amazing. Like everything looks like a playset, like a toy place, absolutely. But also like the coolest toy playset. Like all of that, it looks great. But like this would look great if it was eighty-five minutes too. As a, but you just feel like the slogginess of it in the two hours. And yeah, yeah, Uma Thurman, I think, is genuinely like the best thing about the movie. Like she's like mm -hmm. pure fun. I would say yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's definitely not good. And it did just make me appreciate. Oh, Batman Forever feels, especially compared to this, just feels like more of like a real. 
movie because at least you also have you have like that Jim Carrey energy and oh, like you know right. Tommy Lee Jones uh, and like but yeah. but yeah have all of that. <laughs> I thoroughly I enjoy this one so much more. Really interesting. Yes. It's I don't think it's a good movie at all, <laughs> but I enjoyed watching it more than I did Batman Forever. Interesting. I'm almost like the Venn diagram in between the two of you then. Wow. Because huh. John, you hated Batman Forever, right? I didn't hate it. I just don't think either the Joel Schumacher Batmans are very good. I just don't enjoy them. If you had to ever. choose one, you had to rewatch one of them. Which and you do, because that's my next week's Queen Joyce. <laughs> <is>, um, <laughs> going back to Batman yeah. forever? Yeah, yeah. Let's, it was either Batman one Returns? Choose. Can we do the first one? No. Can we do? Oh. oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but if you had to rewatch one, what would it be? If I had to like rewatch one every year, it would be the Batman <laughs> that, Forever. No one said every year, but, well, but if mean, that's what you want to do, sure. <laughs> a fun Halloween tradition, perhaps. Right. <laughs> a kiss for a rose? Sure, why not? Sure. Kiss for a rose. From a rose. <laughs> <laughs> that was the episode of uh, Golden Girls, I believe. Yes. Kiss for a rose. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, the one where her, her, the man dies in her bed. Yeah, he had mono. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. Um, uh, all right. Well, Tony, as you may or may not know, but I suspect you do. I would Pretty hope sure so at does. this point. We are looking for the gayest movies ever. Ring a bell? Mm-mm. No, getting yeah. nothing. Okay, you get it. You okay? Um, so we have a complex and Byzantine scoring system with it, with which to judge them. So we're going to go through a ton of categories. Now, at one point, you are going to come up with a category, and it will be added to the wheel. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Maybe I think you have, but if you haven't, it'll make sense when we get to it. You with us so far? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this is our current top five <laughs> gayest movies ever. These are the current standings. So in fifth place with an 89.70% is The Apple. In fourth place with an 89.81%, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Ooh. In third place with a 90.37%, Madonna, Truth or Dare. Wow. In second place with a 92.99%, The Bride of Frankenstein. And in first place with a 94.83% is Female Trouble. Oh, Okay. That's a no longer one. Muppets Take Manhattan. I oh, should say Muppets. I remember <laughs> Muppets Take Manhattan has a sixty nine point seventeen percent is in fortieth place at the time of this recording. You okay. changed your ranking system. We did change our in ranking a way system. that we should change the electoral college system in America. Interesting. There should be a wheel. Yeah. There should be a wheel. <laughs> I agree. That's demo- that would be democracy. Get rid of Random. the filibuster, re-rank <laughs> Muppet Steak Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> this is your platform. We'll call your brother. That's right. Uh, he's, that's he's true. He's on the way to DC. See if he can get us to uh, re-rank Muppet Steak Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> I'll only do it vote. from an act of uh, from uh, someone in the administration. Mm-hmm. That's all it's going to take. So Tony, if you had to guess now, how well do you think Batman and Robin is going to do? I think it's going to do. 82%. Well, I'll tell you, Batman, very well. Batman Forever currently has a 72.71 at 26%. You think? I think it's scarier than that. Interesting. First okay. five minutes alone. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. Let's so the first group it, of it. categories are the canon categories. So for these, we're each going to give it a score between 0 and 100. Then we'll take the average of all three of our scores. Got it. Got it. Great. All right. Our first category, okay. Tony. How would you score a Batman and Robin on a scale of zero to 100 in the category actual gay characters? Oh, fuck. This one always gets me. <laughs> this one always gets you. It always gets me. I feel like Alfred, we did this last time. Alfred, we think is gay. Oh, no. He's got that peg lady. He's got peg. peg. Or he wants to oh. be pegged. Was that a metaphor? 
Maybe that's Ooh. it. Ooh, any framed photo of a woman named Peg. You're like, interesting. <laughs> Black and white. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. We call that a brown flag. Oh, really? Why a brown flag? <laughs> yeah. Because he wants it up the butt. God, oh, follow oh, the thread. Brown. Do you know okay. the codes for all the flags? <laughs> Excuse me. You mean the handkerchiefs? Do I know all the, the, the colors for all the flags? <laughs> for all the flags. flags. Do I know the colors for all the flags? Yes. No, I think he meant the meaning. No. You mean the pride flag? No. I don't care about the pride flag. I mean, when you go to a bar, and someone has like a colored handkerchief. You call those flags? Handkerchiefs. <laughs> <laughs> those tiny flags. <laughs> oh, we wow. call those twinks, John. <laughs> oh, well, no. I've been calling them the wrong thing for years. How embarrassing! <laughs> oh. So, actual gay characters. Well, there is like a bit of a home, always the eternal homoerotic dynamic between Batman and Robin, and the that movie. Doesn't mean they're gay. It doesn't, but it doesn't mean they're not gay. There's like definitely a hit legacy of a homosexual interpretation of well i will also say this in 2006 george clooney said in an interview with barbara walters that in batman and robin he played batman as gay is batman gay to which he responded no but i made him gay he made him gay that's what that's what george clooney is claiming but i think it's more something after the fact he's trying to make it more one of his classic pranks oh (laughs) classic clooney prank and he doused her with tequila Barbara oh, Walters? <laughs> this is an iconic interview. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. I seen it. I love his tequila, though. Casamigos, it's great. Oh, that's his? Yeah. That's how he's really made his fortune. That's true, huh? No, he's not getting peacemaker money, I tell you that yeah. much. Um, that's a, a Mimi Letter directed that movie who went on to direct Deep Impact. I don't know why I know this, but it's <laughs> wow, true. But it's right there at your fingertips. <laughs> yeah, it's in my brain. There was also, I I did think that gang that hangs out in the Turkish baths. The Dayglo oh, gang? The Dayglo yeah. gang. I mean, Probably. come on. What are they doing? Hanging yeah. out in the Turkish, in Dayglo pants and paint, ready to go. Sure. Mm-hmm. What's happening there? <laughs> also the camera Let's let's assume <laughs> Joe Schumacher is the 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 gay, the gay gaze is all over this. Thing. I don't think we we don't have to assume a Joel Schumacher. Okay, <laughs> I think that's widely known. He could have handed it off to someone else to do. No, he was a he's a big mo. Oh, no. He's great. We love him. He's a big mo. Yeah, I think he's always been out. Would love to friends with Halston. I think he's in the Halston miniseries as a character. Oh wow! He plays himself, or someone plays Joel Schumacher. Someone plays Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher okay. has passed away. Oh, no longer with us. Boy, does Ewan McGregor oh. play gay in that. <laughs> Did you watch it? Some of it. Oh, my God. You no, loved it, anything. it sounds like. No. Yeah, you didn't finish it? No, I didn't. Are you going to complete this podcast? I wanted this episode. Depends we'll what out. you hear from Gelson. <laughs> we'll find out. Well, Tony, what do you want to give Batman and Robin in actual gay characters? 52. 52. Yes. <laughs> You're clear-headed scoring as always. I was gonna say <laughs> I was gonna say low 30s, but this argument about George Clooney playing him gay, I was gonna describe his his acting as like bobblehead. Like he's constantly that was his at- thing, like when he was like starting, he was like always like yeah. looking like down and like mm-hmm. nodding his head. And he what's with the mean? bathrobe he's always wearing in this movie? Oh, 62 then. <laughs> Gay men love bathrobes. That's what people, that's what I'm back here for, right? Is uh, accurate scoring. Mm-hmm. It also or, was crazy that he and Elle McPherson had no chemistry whatsoever. Zero. No. I kept forgetting she was in the movie. 
Truly, well, there's a lot of up. stuff that was with her that was cut. Oh, how could you lose all that? I'm sure she because she's such a dynamic screen presence. It's I such mean, a you, shame. Yeah. She, oh, she overpowered <laughs> the movies. What happened? Yeah, mm. we got to What is this? Isn't Batman and Robin and uh, whatever her character's name was? Leslie? I don't know. Rachel? <laughs> Donna? Uh, Julie Madison. Julie Madison. Oh. Uh, John, what do you want to give it for uh, actual gay character? It's pretty low for me. The only other person I thought might be gay is uh, John Glover's character, the doctor at the beginning. Oh, uh, oh. Poison Ivy. He, I mean, he is gay in real life. So I thought, oh, maybe mm. he is. Uh, I'm going to have to go t- 18. 18. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, I'll go 37. Closer to Tony's mm-hmm. original instincts. Okay. Mostly for the Batman and Robin dynamic. And the whole thing's about like, I'm in love, like, they're talking about this other girl being into them, but it feels like that's just like a power play between them. Like they're both, are they either really into poison ivy or is that just a weapon they're using to like make each other jealous? Mm -hmm. That was my reading of it. Well, she's poisoned them. I know, but it feels like it's just a thing like, oh, you're mad. Did I make you mad? Because I'm into this girl now. Do you want me? It's like a power, a couple My husband and I do that all the time. Are you flirting with her? (laughs) Do you like her? Does that make you mad? Huh. Well, it's given it a 39 in actual gay characters. All right, our next category, drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch Batman and Robin come away with a whole book of ideas? Are you kidding me? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uma Thur- Poison Ivy alone. Yes. Poison Ivy is the most of it, yeah. She is a drag performance. Well, no, it's not. It's a drag I think she is. performance. I did say for this is category is drag queen inspiration. I was like, oh, if you're a drag queen and you want to get into like sketch acting, or you have an acting challenge coming right. up in RuPaul's. Uh-huh. Just watch Uma Thurman and Batman and Pandora. Robin. This is what this is what we're looking for. If I was Ross Matthews or Michelle was directing these queens, I would just show YouTube a compilation reel of Poison Ivy. Do go. this. Wow. Wow. Surprised I haven't asked you back. <laughs> you know <laughs> that I've fought the restraining order, but I can't do it. Mm. Also, that gorilla suit, the pink gorilla yes, suit reveal, fun. Yes. and then walking to the stage. Oh my yes. God. It's such like a drag performance. That scene alone, 100. 100. <laughs> I'm giving it 100. All right. You're allowed to do that. I think, yes, Poison Ivy, <laughs> yes, this is all about looks, but it just felt so frenetic. I mean, I'll give it a 90. 90. Oh, okay. It all was right. so frenetic. What does that have to do with drag queen inspiration? I just feel like so much of this movie, what I, I if they just thought another pass at the script or something, it could have been so much better. It just felt very much like, uh, do this, do this. I don't know. It just felt so like I mean all the gangs. Yeah. Pack Batgirl. Sure. The nipple. The gossip reporter. Yeah. You could dress up as a building in this movie and it would be. You could be a statue. You could be a, you know. Mm-hmm. The hottest gargoyles you've ever seen. I also love that before she became Poison Ivy, she was essentially like Cinderella Popper. Mm-hmm. You know, she looked yeah. like a uh, you know a scullery maid. <laughs> Pamela yeah, it was very Ivy similar before. to uh, what's her name in Batman Michelle Returns. Pfeiffer. Yeah, it's the exact same thing of mousy oh. woman who becomes really hot and evil. Um, but I think you got to give it a hundred. I think John's being crazy um, <laughs> for Ben. That's like the main reason to watch this movie is for the looks. I mean, yeah, Thank watch you. it. This, I'm not a fan or proponent of watching things <laughs> on two times speed, but it would kind of make sense with this, for this one. one. <laughs> what about podcasts? 1.2. John likes speed. a three speed. I know I don't. Do two, two and a half. You like no. a two? Two's crazy. There's no two and a half. I bet there's some apps that could do two and a half. I'm sure somewhere. 
Well, it's got a 96.67 in Drag Queen inspiration, tying it with Anti Mame. Oh right. my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Our oh. next category gay icons. Any gay icons in Batman and Robin? I mean, I give some points for Uma, some points for Alicia Silverstone. I mean, she's got Clueless. That's pretty, for a generation especially, pretty iconic film. But there's no, like, top-shelf gay icons in this movie, I don't think. Would we, do we think Batman and Robin are gay icons? Yes. I do there think as characters, they are gay icons. Yes, the characters themselves. Sure. Yes. Also, Elle McPherson. Yeah. True. Super uh, Vivica A. Fox. Supermodels. George, uh, what's his face? Michael did a whole song about him. <laughs> Oh. What was that song? Listen Without Prejudice. Michael, yeah. Freedom ninety is the name. Freedom ninety, <laughs> and also Vivica Fox. Two people from Kill Bill. I just realized. Yeah, and that poor woman in the tank. <laughs> poor, poor woman in the tank. Oh, that woman in the tank. That poor woman. <laughs> Vendela well, was... Kirsabom. Okay, I understand she had the best time on set. Oh, it must have been a dream <laughs> yeah. to be in a tank, hanging out in the pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, Joel um, Schumacher. I'll... Sure. Yes, that's true. Okay, because of that, I would say 70. 70. I icons. A cumulative effect. A cumulative, I will give it a 55. 55. Uh, I'll give it a 72. Given an average of 65.67, which is four points higher than White Christmas. Okay. All right. Oh, really? <laughs> White Christmas. <laughs> oh, another okay. Clooney. Uh, another wow. Clooney. This is history. This is history in the making. <laughs> All right. Our next category: the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? <laughs> <laughs> it's not as much as the Batman Forever. Really? I, feel like there's le- I think there's less in this one. The you definitely nipples? have the opening, but there is the nipples. Right. Iconic nipples. There weren't no, nipples oh, in the first one, or the I don't believe one, right? in forever, no. Because no. he said he wanted them to look like Greek gods, essentially. And like Greek gods have nipples and body parts. <laughs> That's canon. And yeah. the statues, you know, he yeah. wanted to look like the Greek mm-hmm. statues. Um, Those, those also, shots. There yeah. was a lot of crotch shots. A lot of cod pieces. Just close-ups of, like, imagine, that's one thing I do really appreciate about these movies, like, just be dumb and like just show us butts right right in your face. Like they don't do that anymore. Like, right yeah, we get we get a they little don't. like America's ass and endgame, sure, but they're not like lingering. It's all you know, wide shots. Go in for the close up is what I'm saying. I agree with you. That's what we're paying. I like for. my movie. Everything's don't waste so, so much money on now. CGI. Just go right yeah. back. <laughs> um I'll, although the toyification of this movie probably Yeah, it's it- not like a very like adult sexy movie. Right. All, that's all Poison Ivy? You don't I think adult men would probably like Poison Ivy. Sure. Straight men. Right. Not us. Yeah. We hate right, right. them. But we're talking about like the male discuss- gaze. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we don't have Chris O'Donnell shirtless at all ever? No. Even a, no. no more sleeveless shirts? No. Rude. Is Schwarzenegger, is, is he supposed to be sexy? I don't think so. I think so. Not in this movie. I We watched Terminator 2 the other day. Go on. He's sexy. Yeah. Like, oh, definitely. Whoa. I never thought of him as attractive. I just think he was hot in a kindergarten cop. Oh, okay. Interesting. 
right. Just like in a blazer, khakis, button up shirt, you know. <laughs> one thing I thought was Ooh. odd about this movie is there's also a villain, Bane. What's and the it's one like thing a... that's odd about that? <laughs> um, and who is like a big, huge, hulking guy. And when he was next to Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's like, well, he doesn't seem as impressive because he's as big as him. You know, right. like I think it was weird to have two huge bodybuilders. And the thing about Bane in the books is that right. he's not just a muscle guy. He's also he's like, dumb, yeah. he's an, like Batman's intellectual equal, essentially. So he's both uh, a physical and intellectual threat. That's the scary thing about Bane. He just grows, and we don't, right? He's just like a, a tank in this movie, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you want to give this for the male gaze, Tony? Mm, cheapest creepers. I'll give it a, Uma Thurman bumps it a butt. Uh, 65. 65. Mm-hmm. I think that opening sequence where it's just like, butt, codpiece, nipples like right of the first couple minutes of the movie gives you the most, or at least the most, it's the most obvious. Yes. And the rest of it, it just doesn't seem like they're ever really lingering on anyone's body or anything like that. But it is pretty explicit right there. There's your face, also right a lot top. of all those hunks at the, the gala, that weird rainforest themed gala. Oh, my oh God. right. I love that scene. I love <laughs> so it. What? Now that's I'll, a party. That's a party. <laughs> I'll give it a 70. 70 higher than tony wow Uh, those monkeys Uh those monkeys Mm. those hot little motorcycle race come on yeah jesse ventura as a guard definitely Uh okay now john's like into a rough trade is what i'm picking up Uh (laughs) all right i'll give it a 72 giving it an average of get this 69 oh gross Uh (laughs) but that's 11 points higher than eat pray love Okay. Yeah, right. Sure, sure. All sure, right. Sure. I think we'll make up some points in this next category: entrances with pizzazz. I mean, <laughs> it is pretty constant. Yeah. It's like if they just stuck <laughs> to the entrances, that's when they stop and linger and have conversations <laughs> that there's problems. Exactly. But if it was just right. people entering rooms and then they cut, right. it'd be great. <laughs> fight, fight, fight! Enter a new room. <laughs> it's also weird at the end when they get mm-hmm. like. Usually it's a moment. At least it wasn't like Batman Forever or they, when the suit, when they get like an upgrade to the suits or they, but in this one, they're just already and wearing like the silver ones without any rhyme or reason. Like it's not a moment when they're like, that's always like a, when you're a kid, to me, that was the exciting thing. Like, ooh, you get to see the a reveal of the new suits. That was always exciting, but you don't get that in this. No, ooh. which is surprising but you do because get... Joel Schumacher is such a fashion guy. I know. That final when um uh I forget someone's oh when Robin walks into like the final like Ivy throne room and right. like the the drapes are opening closing behind and she's literally like inside a flower that like opens up that's mm-hmm. pretty incredible it's pretty great yeah um, I mean this movie definitely has that- entrances like that's yes. why I don't think like that it's stuff like that like just flying doors it, like I know it's like I realize it's not a good movie by any means but there are like pleasures to be had you know what I mean like so saying like it's like the worst thing ever made is like just like it's such a cynical and like easy point you know what I mean that's like too easy like I it's agree. not I don't think you could throw everything out about this movie there are no. pleasures in it sure yes. I'm just mad sure. at the Razzie organization <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, it only won one, even though it was there nominated you go. for 11. So mm-hmm. they're just hacks. The Postman, I think, won more that year. <laughs> sure. Oh, The Postman, the Kevin Costner movie? Yeah, it was that Not year. Il Postino, the Italian. No, 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 no. The, the, the Oscar darling, Il Postino. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I mean, we got a great entrance with ba- the first Batman Robin, just seeing them suit up right. all the butts, all the vehicles. The vehicles get good entrances too. The gorilla suit reveal. Mm hmm. Do we, can we count where they go? 
the asylum, the rocket ship where they like fly out of the sky and the door on the doors. And when they're climbing a penis. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Did you get that? A hundred. I'm giving it a hundred. A hundred and entrances with pizzazz. Wall to wall entrances. It's with pizzazz. <laughs> yeah, I. You know what? I'm gonna go with the hundred entrances with John. That it's what this movie does better than anything else. John, I feel like you're wow. in a better place now than we than our Batman Forever <laughs> episode. For what we did, reason. it has been a week and a half since we recorded an episode, so maybe I'm just more, yeah less burnt out. Well, it's got a hundred in uh, okay. entrances with pizzazz, which is ten points higher. Then can't stop the music. All right. Wow, which you just did. That just came out. The, yeah, the last two week. weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh. All right. Our Rob next category. Warner. Rob right. Warner. You do listen. And now we're talking about People a Warner Brothers movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go to Girls and Spy everyone. <laughs> okay, <great. laughs> All right. Our next category: Hell on Heels. How would you read this in like Hell. the feisty women? I mean, yeah, Poison Ivy. Literally, in Silverstone heels. is kind of. Yeah, uh, she Phil kicks butt. as the coat rack. <laughs> She's very good as that coat rack. <laughs> Bruce. I feel like that was every line of dialogue. Bruce. Monologue cut. Bruce. Bruce cut monologue. <laughs> There's also, this is very small, but when the mad scientist is making his, like, giving his TED talk on his uh, Bane soldier uh-huh. presentation, there's a Russian woman is yeah. one of the potential buyers. So a oh, Russian arms right. uh, buyer lady. Pretty hell on wow. heels, I guess. I mean, she was literally a manic. It might as well have been Elle <laughs> McPherson coat rack, but well, there's something. <laughs> but I think Poison <laughs> Ivy is pretty yeah, menacing. Yeah. Schwarzenegger. I'm going to call Schwarzenegger hell on heels. Uh, really? Those, those boots. They probably yeah, lived in those, those boots. boots. The lo- the, those boots are like heels. Exactly. Um, that runs up to 75 for me. 75. Mm-hmm. I will go 77. 77. <gasps> I'm just going to go 82. Oh. Wow. Average, well, you know, give an average of 78, which is seven <laughs> points higher than Point Break. Right. Wow. All right. Our I've next game. Uh, point oh, Break's great. We all like Point okay. Break. It's on HBO <laughs> okay. right now. Oh, no, everyone go to Gelson's, get some wine. Go to Gelson's, get your home. bottle of wine. Watch the point okay, break. great. Bye, guys. Clip, 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 clip. Those are my hell, heel, hell, hell heels. <laughs> hell heels. You found it. You found it. Hell heels. You found it, and it was so worth it when you did. Mm. All right, our next category, macabre. <laughs> How macabre Ooh. is Batman and Robin? I mean, there's like the dying, yeah. Alfred dying and... Not dying. This is freeze, sort of fighting death, but it's pretty well performing the experiment on Bane against someone's will. That's pretty mm. macabre. That's true. Victor's mm. accident, his wife, Barbara's parents mm. are also dead. Mm. Plants with consciousness. Is that macabre? <laughs> it feels macabre. <laughs> very. It's very little shop of horrors. Very little shop of horrors. Can I throw a little tidbit out about plants with consciousness? Please. Please. I was in, I may have said this last year. I forget. <laughs> I was in a room where Steven Spielberg, yes, okay. Steven Spielberg told the audience that E.T. was a plant. Oh, yeah. He's from like what's called the Green Planet is the name. Yeah. Oh, everyone wow. knew that? Okay, never mind. <laughs> plants with consciousness. So. He's a glorified, I mean, aren't we all kind of glorified plants in a way? 
Oh. In a way, sure. In a way, we're all like from the same like, uh, you know, junk, space junk. <laughs> sure. Yes. And Who are we to my- think we're better than a, a shrub? <laughs> a fern. Yeah, that's our own ego in the works, right. I think. Yeah. McGregor's syndrome. Right. This oh, right. Thing that's killing oh, them. Oh, yes. Yeah. Not that a real woman disease. woman in the tank having no, no. the best time. No. And also, how about a little Bruce Wayne, uh, an orphan? Never sure. seen that before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've never seen yeah. little Bruce Wayne That's before? True. Nope. Secret tunnels. I guess the Batcave is sort of a macabre okay. thing. You think? <laughs> the Batcave? Wow. Yes. <laughs> uh, a man dressing like a bat? When you add all that up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> But all the colors throw that off. I know. Yeah, this movie that's about as macabre as on it. paper. There's some macabre stuff, but it's yes. not played that way. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I guess Joel Schumacher so, before I, every like screen direction, he would get on a megaphone and go, "Remember, people, it's a cartoon." Uh, and then they would start <laughs> acting. That's our actor's secret. Okay. Mm. And so, what do you want to give this for macabre, Tony? Sixty-five, because that 65. list on paper <laughs> is quite macabre. But sure, it's cartoon. So yes, yeah. I think for me, it's it's really just too much of a mess to actually be macabre or dark. Like you're not watching after this movie. You're not like shaken uh, or afraid to like walk it out on the street at night. I'm gonna give it a twenty. Twenty. Oh, wow. uh, I'll give it a thirty-four. Wow. Giving it an average of thirty-nine point sixty-seven, which is about thirty point sixty-seven points higher than I now pronounce you, Chuck and Larry. All right. All right. I think we're going to make up a lot of points here. Dramatic lighting. Mm. Well, I mean, it's mostly dramatic lighting. Yeah, yeah. There's so much just like lights, like floating lights on walls and ceilings. Like you noticed that this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All that blue around uh, Mr. Freeze. He has like blue lights in his costume. Oh, yeah. so it looks like his mouth is yeah, blue yeah. and all that stuff. Wasn't that wild? It was so dramatic. I also like that this supposedly <laughs> abandoned like ice cream factory still had like polka dots projected on the outside of it. <laughs> like even even uh, you know derelict buildings that are abandoned still have dramatic lighting. Mm-hmm. Green I'm lightning good. outside Arkham Asylum. There's green lightning. Sure. Green light. Yeah. And also, I don't know if we mentioned this last time, the bat signal. That's we very did dramatic. not mention that last time? I don't know if we mentioned the bat signal. And then also at the end, they use the light of the sun. That's uh, right. All Gotham City. Yeah. It's That's a plot dramatic. point. That's dramatic. So, yeah. I mean, the mad scientist the lab. <laughs> oh, then when uh, Barbara finally cracks Alfred's CD, which I don't know why he, if he gave her a CD, why didn't he just tell her the password? Yeah, doesn't really make sense. But like right. the then like the blueprints are just like projected onto On her face. face. Yeah, uh-huh. fun. She tried like thirty passwords, right? Yeah, it she was tried like... a really long sequence. <laughs> and then it was Peg, three letters, mm-hmm. <laughs> literally right next to her. <laughs> so what do you want to give it for dramatic lighting, Tony? One hundred. One hundred. I'll go ninety-five. Ninety-five. I'm gonna give it a hundred. Given oh, it an average of 98.33, which is indeed the highest we've had in the last 22 movies, 24 movies. All right. Damn. Next closest is 97.33 for Mulholland Drive. Oh, heard Drew of it. Mackey. That's Correct him. Your guest. 
Mm-hmm. All right, our next category, Ooh. vibrato. So this one, as always, in addition to literal vibrato, we mean anytime they take a moment, they give it a little extra, zhuzh it up, give you more than it needs, but it like, but you like it. Oh, well, we got more than we needed, but did we yeah. like it? <laughs> right. That's that's the that's the catch. I think in the visual side of things, yes, like the production design, set design, mm-hmm. costumes, mm-hmm. the but look st- of it. Yeah, but I still felt like for me, I like movie, all that stuff. I liked it, but it, I felt like, where are we? Like, I didn't feel like- In Gotham City. At all, but it didn't, the, no city looks like that or works. Like, it yeah. just didn't make sense to me. <laughs> like, in that way, it was just very confusing. Like, the fight scenes, I thought, were weird, weirdly edited, where you didn't know what was happening. Well, I'm just purely talking about, like, the set production design. Yes. Like, I think uh-huh. all that stuff looks amazing. And it's all, like, there's crazy, like, the observatory is like a statue holding his hands out, holding the thing. Like, it doesn't make any sense, but no. I love that it exists. <laughs> I like that you said, I'm donating this telescope. Like he had it just in his garage and was like, I was going to keep it for myself. But you know what? Let me give it to the top of that weird building. (laughs) So Uma Thurman. She's very vibrato. vibrato. There's a lot of like maniacal laughing, which feels Mm -hmm. very vibrato to me. John Glover's performance, I would say. Very vibrato. Mm -hmm. Mm. But no one sings, unfortunately. Yeah, it just feels like a couple times it's about to. There's about to be a musical <laughs> number. What do you think, Tony? Eighty-five. Eighty-five. Yeah, one eighty-five. I agree. There's a lot of vibrato, but I also think I don't like a lot of it. So I will go seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Uma Thurman is so over. Like she like unhinges her jaw to chew yes. more scenery. <laughs> yes, <laughs> more like, this ridiculous scenery. Yes. I feel like that counts for vibrato. Absolutely. Definitely. Listen to your heart. That's what I say. What are you giving Aww. it, Mark? I'm going to give it a 90. Giving it an oh, average nice. of 84.33, which is about three points higher than The Princess Bride. Wow. Okay. All right. Our next category, footwork. Mm. We got Mr. Freeze's skate gang in the very first scene. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, fun. Batman slides down the back of a dinosaur like Fred Flintstone. That's right. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> there's one thing about this movie. This happened a couple of times where there's, it's not actually flying, but they're obviously like connected to wires as they're like either jumping or they've been punched. And it's so weird looking because it's not yeah. correct, you know, yeah. and, it, and it's also <laughs> slow. Like it seems yeah. like a, like a low budget production of Peter Pan where they're like, she's sort of flying. You know what I mean? There was mm-hmm. so like, people were like waiting for someone to come and land on them to <laughs> sort of footwork. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he, doesn't uh, Robin's like skate? down a building yes because they they, like... they sort of snowboard skydive yes yeah yeah sky surfing oh sky that surfing. Too. that's what that was yeah and there's one point where ivy's walking into mr freeze's lab and like it's just a close-up of her feet and like she's like crisscrossing her steps over like this hose mm-hmm. like she's even putting the character sultriness into that walk Ooh, she's on her own way she knows she knows she knows what she's doing. she knows uma knows uma's good <laughs> uma books uma books I think her dancing in Pulp Fiction should count for this score. This Fair enough. Score. Okay. <laughs> you know, you get to score it however you wish. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want to give it for footwork? Um, I'm going to give it <laughs> 69. Gross. I don't like that tone. I think that's gross. But okay. You just made that joke 10 minutes ago. <laughs> that was an average. That came up through math. That was that was Oh, it has to be math derivative. Yeah. <laughs> Oral sex joke. Excuse me, is that what that means? 
John, what do you want to give it? Glendale, for... too long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a 71. 71. Oh. I mean, I'll give it a 73. Giving it an average of 71. Nice. All right. Our next category, spank bank deposits. Anything from this movie you're filing away to this spank bank? Nope. Nothing? <laughs> I mean, they're all better. Like, like George Clooney, Chris O'Donnell, they're definitely eye candy, but they're better in other movies. Like yeah. They're 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 used to more sensual effect. Mm-hmm. There's a couple shots though where you get suits. very good looks at their asses though, and their asses That's do true. like when the capes fly away for a second, like sure. off to the side, like oh, those asses look incredible. Mm-hmm. They are sculpted to a T, mm-hmm. but uh. not a lot. I, I wouldn't say spank bank. I'd say like spank credit union. Sure. <laughs> Something you go to every, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you have you to go to every it. few months. You don't need to go every week. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, okay. What if you were, the movie made you think of being on set with them? For that okay, life. Okay, sure. Yeah, whatever, whatever your fantasy. Whatever. <laughs> so However your fantasy you begin not... your porn is up <laughs> yeah. to you. Some people order pizza, and you said some with people them. are on set. Yeah. You said with them. Oh. So you want to be like some sort of Eiffel Tower situation? Or 100, 100. <laughs> you want to be in Poison Ivy drag as they fight over you? Mm-hmm. And then speak at five miles an hour. <laughs> Don't fight over little old me. Poison Tony. <laughs> Poison Tony. You know what? 72. 72. <laughs> So sultry. <laughs> I'll go 23. 23. Wow. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm going to go. You're married. You get it. You're married. Oh, I can't. He'll storm in here. His libido's <laughs> been excised. Podcast. Yeah. I'll give it a 40. I mean, it's still Chris O'Donnell looks great in this movie. So, sure. Yeah, that's my 70. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I'll give it. I mean, just the Robin suit alone. I'll give it. I'm bumping it to 60. Thank you. But right. they just make more of a meal out of that in Batman forever mm-hmm. i feel like mm-hmm. giving it a 51.67 which is 21 points higher than the fifth element okay oh. all right all right mm-hmm. our next this is the last of the canon categories tony felt. <laughs> How much felt? Um, <laughs> on a scale of zero to 100 how likely are you to recommend batman and robin to a gay person how old are they <laughs> Does it matter for Batman and Robin? Your first question: How old are you? Okay, are you? <laughs> let me see some ID. Let me recommend some movies to you. Hmm. Um, do you know what sixty nine is? Oh, too young. Um, <laughs> I would say ninety five. A ninety five really? would recommend it to a gay person for the drag alone. The drag hmm. inspiration alone. Sure. Joel Schumacher directing <laughs> the Eye Candy. Um, mm. such as it is. Yes, I'm saying 95. Maybe you're, you're into Pat Hingle. Yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're into Pat sure. Hingle. Plays Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Oh. Of authority. Yeah. There's a Ooh. type for everybody. That's true. John, what do you give it for likely to I think there's a not a whole lot about this movie, I feel like. You need to check it out for this certain thing. So I'm Uma? Go... Not even Uma? 
Yeah, but she's also better in other things. Yeah, but not she's never been like this much of a like a cartoon, though. This sure. is like a side of Uma we don't really see in anything else. Let's That's pretend true. we're in a pandemic and you can't do anything but watch movies. <laughs> Interesting. And a gay person's Interesting like, thought exercise. Yeah, yeah. Just imagine. <laughs> I, I, I can't get there. Okay. I can't get there in my head. It's I'm like you can go time. out and like see movies, but it doesn't feel completely safe. Like just imagine mm-hmm. that. Just imagine. Okay. All right. So there's a gay uh, person trapped at home. <laughs> and they're I like, mean, should I'm I watch gonna... Batman and Robin or go to sleep? I might say go to sleep. But it's 11 a.m. Oh, well, a daytime nap can be very refreshing. Wow. I'll give I... it a 22. 22. Uh, <laughs> wow. Right, Tony. You didn't pick this movie. That's, That's fair right. enough. I get so invested in all of these. I Except love that. We we love your passion. Thank you. Well, I'm I should make it happen. What did you say? Did you take your passion and you make it happen? I do. I, is that a is that from Fame? A flash dance. Uh, oh. same thing. I was just thinking, is that Disagree, the Gloria right. musical? <laughs> That's a get on your feet. <laughs> I've never seen that. Fame. I've never seen Flashdance. All right. I know she's wow. a steel worker by day and a dancer <laughs> by night. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's not a lot of steel work at night, so she's got to do it during the day. There should be. You get more done. Um, I'll give it a 72. Okay. And likely recommend Hmm. to a gaper. Given an average of 63. Mark, you've never seen Grease. Is that right? I've never seen Grease. Seen Grease too. Love Grease too. I've never seen Grease. I guess maybe John, you've heard this before. Is that not jaw dropping? It's insane. How would I have seen it? How it's, how would you have how would you have seen any movie in the past? It's only uh, constantly available, never been out of print, constantly played on HBO, TBS. Uh, yeah, reference every five minutes in social and the social circles that we, you yeah. know high society. I don't think it's referenced every five minutes in high society. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in high society. Maybe Not John the same Travolta's high society. house. <laughs> Scientology <laughs> meetings, maybe. I gotta start going that brunch. Mm, but, all right going. now we are no i've never seen grace i keep assuming someone's going to bring it in at some point so i'm not i'm not exactly dying to well, see when it. I get can the i gist. bring a movie back never <laughs> this is it you do it on our terms okay i'm sure we'll invite you back Tom. i'm sure you'll come back for whatever reason you want to come back would you bring grace no Thank God. <laughs> then you definitely can come back. Okay. Any other movie ever? Made? I've seen it live on stage in the West End. Wow. Well. Okay. Um, what was it? I, Helen Mirren and Lawrence Olivier were Danny yeah. and Sandy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I gotta say, I don't know if the is the movie considered better than the stage show. There are certain songs that are not originally in the stage show that are in the movie that a lot of people do put back into the stage show. Because I got to say, I saw this West End production and I wasn't that impressed. Hmm. Oh, I think the go. movie is better than the stage version. Interesting. Hmm. Also, like well, you have the star power of a young John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Who can resist yeah. that? Yeah. No one. I, I guess I can because I haven't seen it. No, you oh, haven't wow. sat, well, you haven't sat down. I haven't seen that uh, Christmas video they did like 10 years ago for no. like Olivia Newton-John. They do like a Christmas song duet. And it's like, it looks like it was shot on an iPhone, but like a 10 year old iPhone. Um, it's just real uh, low budge. Uh, it's real low budge wow. and uh, awkward. 
But not speaking of the opposite of awkward, we are now into the wheel categories. So these oh. categories are all categories that previous guests have brought in, such as yourself. And we've put them on this wheel, which is an app on my phone. We're going to spin it five times or four times, whatever category randomly pops up. That's how we will um, rate the movie. And then you or we will come up with a category to add to the wheel that we can use for this movie and future movies. We love categories. Turn, turn, turn. And I forget the rest of that thing. <laughs> From Animaniacs. Here we go. <laughs> Is that a real thing? A real song? Yeah, they're like wheel of. Oh, forget it. Forget it. Let's just move on. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. From Interview with a Vampire, we've got flashback. Flash. Well, there's a flashback. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Is this rigged? No. Was that I mean, wheel you rigged? Seen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> That means nothing. You've shown me yeah. a wheel. <laughs> that says flashback on top of uh, it? <laughs> yes. And an ad for Cottonelle. John, yep. you got to spring for the free, the pay version at this point. <laughs> How often do you use this thing? <laughs> God. Um, um, there's a lot. There's not a ton of flashbacks. There's nothing like if we lost these flashbacks. But like if we lost these flashbacks, you don't lose anything. Like, oh, yeah. I think we all know at this point that Bruce Wayne lost his parents at a young age and then yes. alfred took care of him yes. right that's not really new information it's right. not new information but I guess they're worried we forgot mm-hmm. i think it just gives it i mean it's the attempt is to like add some weight to alfred dying of like oh right he was he's a, he's a father basically too oh, sure. he's the only one except for uma thurman he's the only one that's like i know what i'm doing michael go he's, he's michael just go. solid alfred, alfred. yeah yeah like, he's great performance wise this is his fourth time playing the role though, right? Oh. Yeah. I think he and Pat Hingle were like the only two who were in all four of them. Oh. Huh. So what do you want to give this for flashbacks, Tony? 35. 35. I mean, they're there, but. They're, they're definitely there. there. Yeah, I'll go 60. 60. Well, I just feel like anything under 50 is working against it. And since it does have flashbacks, I want to give it a little bit. 50.01. <laughs> <laughs> are you changing your score yeah is that allowed can i do that yes of you are allowed sure to i've never said no <laughs> like constantly yes, you, you can have. do anything you want and they're like no there's a no to changing a score yes you have, you have when in the, in the past you definitely have <gasps> like in like this is must be very early on <laughs> before you were Not broken down Manhattan. <laughs> yeah maybe um early? maybe i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna i'm gonna give it like yeah 35 Oh. Giving it a 48.34 in flashbacks. Okay. Uh, Tony, are you having any flashbacks doing this? Like, because uh, this is now your third time. Yes. Although, uh, I'd rather be in the studio with you guys. I know. Really? You're pro in studio records. Yeah, I hate this shit. You do. <laughs> you just hate where you live. Yeah. Me out of here. For your reason, I can leave my house. That's why you want to go to Gelson so badly. <laughs> oh, thanks for reminding me. Bye. <laughs> Keep Don't five minutes. <laughs> Is that All white right. bar open? I don't know. would I know? <laughs> I don't know. Well, after this, go let us know. <laughs> okay, from Labyrinth, we have Rye Smiles. Rye Smiles. Isn't that mostly Bruce... what George Clooney is? Yeah, doing? I was gonna say George Clooney is pretty much the whole time. Yeah. Underneath that cowl. Yeah. Scowl cowl. Mm, scowl cowl. Cute. Got that ER right. Yeah, that ER. Um... <laughs> Did you guys yeah. watch ER when that was on? 
I did at first. Me too. We watched like the first three or four seasons. We were very, because my at the same time, my mom was working in an ER at the time. So watching uh, it with her, she'd be going like, oh, they wouldn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Mark, I forget. My mother worked in ER as well. And That's she would, right. she worked at night so I could watch ER at night. But she's like, I'm never watching that show. I've lived it. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Well, they Why on the you- show, they'd always have like, doctors come out and break the news to like families that like right. oh your grandfather died or whatever but my mom said the doctors never do it it's always <laughs> us the social workers have to go talk to the families oh yeah but what do you want to give uh rye smiles up 85 85 george clooney he's the one of the kind title of characters doing. That's half doing. of the title characters he's batman <laughs> yeah i think um would you do Ava? I'll go 81. 81. Ooh. Imagine what Ocean's Eleven would get on this category. That oh. whole cast yeah, is right. Smiles. One of them, and one of them just recently retired the F word. Yeah. Thank yes. God. <laughs> Thank God. We needed him. What an that. ally. What yeah. an ally. I won't watch his hot. I saw they he's on Hot Ones. And usually I really like that show, Hot Ones. What's Hot that Ones? YouTube show. What's Hot Ones? It's this YouTube series where um, celebrities are interviewed while oh, they're eating like increasingly yeah. spicy wings. I know what you're talking about. It's Dude, very it's good. Mm-hmm. It is fun. I think you would like it. The one with Idris right. Elba is a really good because the guy asking the questions asks legitimately interesting, thought-provoking questions, but they'll be so distracted <laughs> like because their sweat. mouth is on fire, as but it escalates nicely. Oh, perfect. Anyways, Matt Damon did one. I'm like, I'm not watching that. Fuck him. (laughs) I never liked The Martian, not the record show. (gasps) Wow. Pretty bold. Pretty bold. I'll say it. All right. So I'll give it an 85 in Rise Smiles. Give it an 83.67. Okay. Do you have a favorite George Clooney performance, Tony? (laughs) This one. This one, Batman and Robin. I guess this one. I don't. I know he won the Oscar for Michael Clayton, right? And I. I love I, Michael Clayton. I only remember Tilda Swinton in that. I barely, sweating in that bathroom just, stall. <laughs> oh my god! Remember that? She's got the pit stains on the. That movie's uh-huh. incredible. Yeah. How many people talk about Michael Clayton? No. Did you ever see that one, John? I have not. It's the first one listed on his IMDb. Like, as you may know him from. Yes. Oh. That's the first one. That's the first one. Yeah. I don't think Oceans. Well, not according to whoever's managing his IMDb. Yes, Michael Clayton, Up in the Air, The Eyes Ugh, of March, Up in the Air is terrible. And oh, I, oh. Good Night and Good Luck. Those are his. Can I be honest? Yeah. Can I can say, can I have come with this to safe space? I think of I know course. what you're going to say. Yeah. I don't love that Anna Kendrick. <gasps> oh, I knew you were going to say that. And I agree. You bit. thousand. I do not. She's okay. She, she's okay, but I think she's a little too in love with herself. I, she, I agree very much. <laughs> Like you're not that funny. I I agree. Wow. Maybe I, I'm just projecting. Maybe this is my own insecurities coming out. Mad like, at her. Yeah. I heard her in an interview. Oh. I, yeah. How dare she? How dare, dare she, she answer questions? Sit in front of a microphone. She Get has that like here. that Ryan Reynolds quality that I don't like, where it's just like I'm never vulnerable. I'm like I'm dorky, but you're not. Oh, you're like right. a beautiful young woman with the world. <laughs> you just sing show tunes that doesn't yeah. really make you dorky. Mm. Yeah. So, what do you think about Anna Kendrick, John? I don't think much about her. I agree. There's wow. something. There's like a. I, there's a way in which she's very much like uh, what's her name, um, who I really don't like. And B. Davis. I, Sam the Butcher never should have. Oh. <laughs> no, what is her name? Uh, 
Most people don't like her. Uh, Les Mis. Oh, Anne, Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Yeah, I think she's like a less. She's like a more bookish, like like smarter. See, Anne I like Anne Hathaway a lot more. Oh Same. no way! Really, I, I don't mean, have a problem with Anne Hathaway. I feel Anne like Hathaway, she's more I feel like Anne Hathaway is one of those people. I feel like I'm allergic to her. Like so, I don't wish her. I Ill. think we're projecting again. See, <laughs> See, I feel like Anne Hathaway is generally that music theater person. Like that is genuinely who she is. Where I feel like Anna Kendrick is like it's a facade. Like, I, I think Anna like, Kendrick often thinks she's like too smart for the room or like the yeah. role that she's doing. Mm-hmm. Anne Hathaway just seems fake to me. But I think that fake is genuine in a way. Like she's genuinely fake. I'm always kind of going to root for Anne Hathaway. Am I? Did I watch that lockdown movie she did on no. HBO Max? Absolutely not. No. But I did <laughs> so, just have to. I did so you're rooting re-watch. for her, but <laughs> I support, but I don't need to partake. Fair enough. Okay, so you support by just going like a seafood buffet, it. like a seafood buffet. Like I'm glad that's there for people. I don't want anything to do with it, but I'm glad it's there. Yeah. And you call that support? Yeah. I don't wish okay. it ill will. I'm glad. Oh, sure. that's fun I don't wish that any of them ill will. John, what's wheel category number three? Oh, wow. titular theme song. Oh. Zero. What's the song in this one? Kiss or Ro- Oh. Well, the, I mean, the end is the beginning, is beginning is the end. Which one a Grammy? I do like that song. That is, I would say that is a good song. Titular? I think also when you think of Batman, you immediately think, no, 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 no. You could throw a few points for the TV theme song, maybe. I mean, if we're giving oh. someone points for dancing in a different movie, maybe, sure. There is also on the soundtrack a song called Poison Ivy by Michelle Ninchello. Oh, uh, and she's, also, she's not the writer of it, but she sings it, yeah. Well, um, yeah, it mm. just says track listing. Gotcha. Now we're like saying what pop stars, but she didn't write it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, give Michelle some credit. She's, she's doing great. great. It's Michelle and Ocello. Yeah, she's great. She didn't write it. <laughs> My God. Wow. Uh, so what do you want to get this for a titular theme song? I mean, just just for the memory of the Batman TV th- show theme song. Mm-hmm. If you want. A five? <laughs> a five. I think with that. Am I doing having, this right? You're doing it perfectly. I think that, given that the one song won a Grammy, and I do like that Michelle Degiocello cover of Poison Ivy. I'll go 55. Mm. 55. Well, that's a cover? I don't even know what the song is. It's like a, it's a Lieber. It's, it's like from the fifties. They didn't write it. They didn't write it. She didn't write, <laughs> they did write it. <laughs> Don't give her credit. Did write it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll give it a four. A four. Okay. <laughs> just, just really isn't one. Um, giving it a twenty-one point thirty-three. <laughs> now we are into wheel category number four. Okay. Wheel of oh, I almost had it. <laughs> Wheel. Of... I got it. I remembered it. I think it's yeah. morality. Wheel of morality. Turn, turn, turn. I'll I'll think of it before. I'll take I go your word for it. What you're talking about? Animaniacs right. when they were like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I only like... know the country's song. I mean, I don't know it, but I know that one. Didn't write it. Wacko, they didn't, Wacko write didn't write it. it. <laughs> Wacko didn't write that. <laughs> All right, from Strictly Ballroom. Bad Photoshop. I'm definitely not taking John to like the next uh, Michelle and Angel concert we go to. Oh, after you every can't song, her name right. yeah. <laughs> I can't pronounce her name. And then John, after every song, was it? She didn't That's write this. Say name. Well, she wrote some of them. She just didn't write that one. She wrote some of these. <laughs> <laughs> this one she did write. We can enjoy it and relax. 
bad Photoshop. There is some weird photo when like Alfred is like researching his brother. Like, what is that story? That storyline kind of goes nowhere. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of storylines that go nowhere. nowhere like, yeah. When Robin says, I'm going solo, and then just doesn't. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, there was apparently a lot of stuff with uh, Alicia Silverstone, too, that they cut. Poor thing. Yeah. She's barely in the movie. But there's uh, some, like, when Alfred's researching his brother, there's some weird, like, Photoshop. Right. I don't know if you count this as Photoshop, but when uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has, like, one tear that, like, oh, yeah. and cracks, that felt like Photoshop. It's CGI, mm-hmm. probably more that's not mm-hmm. isn't it crazy like how the i was thinking like oh this is like the era where like siege they hadn't cgi hadn't totally dominated special effects right like the miniatures they use for like the city and like the buildings all that stuff and all that stuff holds up great like i yeah. think all yeah. the model work looks incredible yes but it's all the cg stuff that looks like shit and i think mm-hmm. that's going to be true until the end of time yeah i think it'll get better they get better but like i think models will always look better they're always more satisfying. They're just more like there's like a part of our brain that's so yeah. Goes, that like is Lord of the thing. Rings. That's why Lord of the Rings. I think those movies hold up so well. It's like those min- a lot of those things are just giant miniatures, right? Huh. Ooh, so what do you want to give this for bad Photoshop? Four point eight seven. Four point eight seven. Oh, I right. will give it a twenty four for that tier. Twenty four for a campy tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give it a nineteen. Giving it a 15.96. All right, this is now the time for us to come up with a category as a group. Last time it was over the top production production design. design. Right. Which I was hoping would come up, but it didn't. What are are you thinking, Mark? Well, the first thing I thought was club lighting. (laughs) I'm open. I also think like um, drag acting or scenery chewing. Okay. That's not a category yet. I don't think scenery chewing is. Oh, wow. That's well, a good senior, one. I mean, we have a lot of things that are sort of like adjacent to it, like weird like, line deliveries or stuff like that. Or, yeah, drag queen inspiration feels like it's mm-hmm. overlapping a little bit, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm willing to take suggestions. What else? I like the scenery showing one. What do we um, think is the gayest thing about this movie? I mean, we can say Thurman's like, performance. More so than like the unnecessary nipples. Or... Uh, unnecessary nipples. Are those? Are they ever the unnecessary though? <laughs> well, men oh. don't really. Do them. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not using them right. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what, what? What? Wow. Uh, that was All right, let's do unnecessary nipples. You like that? Sure. Okay. So, what do you want to give this for? Unnecessary... Wait, really? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> I do. I thought oh. we established that. Okay, do you, what do you well, we can say much. it. Unnecessary nipples or scenery chewing or something we haven't thought of yet. Well, I, not, I like the other ones better. Which one? The unnecessary nipples. That we haven't come up with yet? You like those better? He likes unnecessary nipples. He just said. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I was going to say, but I like this unnecessary nipples better. I was going to say, uh, are the actors, do the actors in the movie know what movie they're in. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes that can be good. Some like if they don't know, sometimes that's good. Part of you know what I mean? In terms that's more fun. So positive points for actors. Oh, either that or actors don't aren't in the same movie. They don't know they're in the same movie. Actors like, in different movies? Yes, in the same movie. Different it's universe, almost, same movie. Does that make it gayer? Different dimensions. I think it makes it campier. Mm-hmm. But nipples is nice. It's, it's simple. It's simple. <laughs> Clear. Clear. Unnecessary. 
What do you think, Mark? You brought in the movie. Sure, I'm fine with that. With what? Unnecessary oh. nipples. Oh, gotcha. Great. <laughs> so I just wasted 90 seconds? It's okay. Never. It. Okay. <laughs> You're cutting it after it from when I, I'm going to go since the first yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what do you want to give this for unnecessary nipples, Tony? Ooh. Oh. Oh, my. 69. I maybe the problem I have is maybe not that I was having, but like the word unnecessary because they're not unwelcome. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Unnecessary almost has like a negative connotation. I almost want it to be like extra. You know what I mean? Almost. But like I, don't, a bonus, I don't think it's bonus necessarily. Nipples I don't think it's negative. Something. I think it's just like, oh, you didn't need them, but we got them. <laughs> yeah. They're oh, they're like vibrato. Was it vibrato? Yeah. <laughs> of nipples. Vibrato of the chest. Yes. Nipples. A little extra nipple, <laughs> if you will. All right. They did some extra. Did you like it? Yes. And, and what are you giving Antonio? 75, you said? I said 69. Oh, 69. Don't Gross. Change. <laughs> All right, 69. There's nothing. Yeah. Mark likes to shame sex things. Ooh, um. even better. 66. <laughs> 66. How is that? They're nipple. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Cute. Cute. Oh, um, that's cute, though. <laughs> I'm going to give it a hundred for a hundred. I think like that was such a talking point. It was such a criticism of this wow. movie. It's so stupid. It's such like, a... Who cares? <laughs> like, it's so like, why is that a criticism that there's nipple? Like they've always like, it's a man dressed in like latex bodysuit <laughs> with his ward. And you're right. upset that it's kind of gay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like what movie have you been watching? Mm-hmm. It's always I mean, I think... been gay. Right, but mm-hmm. I think to so many guys, they can't deal with that. I, I mean, know like, they. That's like hilarious. they're Harry Knowles. They're 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 sad people. Uh, I'll give it a hundred unnecessary nipples because I think they are the iconic nipples of the the most iconic nipples of the Batman <laughs> franchise for sure. Given an average of eighty eight point sixty seven, and now we're into the bonus categories. So these categories, as the name implies, are bonus. So if it doesn't do well in any category, it's fine. It's not going to work against the overall score. And so we're giving it a score from zero to ten for these next uh, categories. You got that? All right. So the first category, Tony, musical potential. Could Batman and Robin be made into a musical? (laughs) Yeah. Ten. Ten. I mean, I did think like this is like, oh, if they made a movie or like if they made a non-musical version of Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, it would be a lot like Batman and Robin. Mm -hmm. Like if you adapted Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark into a live action movie, remove the musical numbers. Okay. It would almost have the vibe, the tone, the mood of a Batman and Robin. And there's so many moments where it seems like, oh, Poison Ivy's about to break into like a cabaret number. Sure. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. Gotcha. Also, I thought you could adapt. Rockwell could do this, or they could. Oh, <laughs> Rest in peace. They were still alive. Uh-huh. You oh. adapt Annie into a Batman and Robin because all the orphans. This movie's mostly orphans. Batman, Robin, and Batgirl are all orphans. So there's oh. something. Is Mr. Freeze, Daddy there's Warbucks? A hard life yeah. At some point. Uma Thur- a poison ivy is Miss uh, he is, Haversham. Ba- Batman is sort of his own Daddy Warbucks. He's exactly. Andy and Daddy Warbucks. Exactly. Now we're oh, thinking. Now we're oh now the now, now we're going. Okay. Now he's getting on right. board. For sure. There's yeah. something there. There's yeah. something there. I think superhero musicals always fail. So in that way, they're a terrible idea. However, Jim Steinman was working on a Batman musical for a long time. And uh there's a an internet group called Star Kid that do a lot of uh like uh 
sort of goofy spoof musicals and they have one called holy batman musical or something like that um, but, but i think it's i think you could do it i think it's a bad idea i don't there's not a single superhero musical that has been successful so i will guys, give it yeah i played batman in a musical you did we did a dc we did a justice league musical and i was batman wow what did you sing we was it improvised? Oh, gotcha. No, oh. it was written. Jackie Johnson was Wonder Woman. Cute. Um, sure. Anyway, I just, why, how did I forget that? <laughs> so it happened. There's busy. Happened. Your resume is so It was packed. a giant hit. We made zero dollars. What? You got drink tickets, though, surely. At the UCB? We didn't have oh. drink tickets on the West Coast. We didn't have drinks. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we just had that cooler of Bud Light. That's true. Oh. Oh, I wore this shirt for that show. Oh my god! Oh my god! Where's your head at? Go to oh. Gelson's. Go to oh. Gelson's. Ride, ride. We need to add points to flashback for you. <laughs> <laughs> so Tony's giving it a ten. John, what do you want to give him? I think because I, I get everything that you're saying, I don't disagree with. However, I do think superhero musicals, for some reason, there's never been a successful one. So I'll give it a seven. It almost seems like uh, that's weird. I think, think it's because there's too many weird things happening. Mm. <laughs> but they could do Starlight Express. Yeah, no one likes Starlight Express. <laughs> was that a big hit? Uh, in London and in Germany, but not on Broadway. Uh, uh, I think this movie is almost is almost a musical as it is. I'll give it a nine. Okay. I right. don't think it would necessarily be good, but you know, a lot of sure. musicals aren't good that are big hits, like Grease. Mm-hmm. Um which I've so never seen, so it's great that you I know. have seen Grease live on stage. Thank mm-hmm. you. Right. right. You're talking about the movie. I yeah. wasn't. You were. That's what this category is. Shut up. <laughs> You're not in my brain. All right. Speaking of queer menaces, now we're talking about queer menaces. How would you a queer menace like uh, you know someone who's like uh, out and queer and menacing the hetero or like an outsider world. is threatening our a safe little town kind of thing? I think the Batman and Robin relationship in the larger context has sort of had this queer menace about it, where people are like it's coded, it's this and that. I don't think it's necessarily in this movie specifically, but I think of the larger Batman and Robin. And you know what I forgot to mention in gay icons that the character of Poison Ivy, yes, is now a gay icon. Because oh, in the Harley now... Quinn show, HBO Max show, mm-hmm. she and Harley are in a relationship. And I believe in the comics, she's like now considered like, she is queer now. I feel like all of the Batman female villains are bisexual, at least. I mean, it's Gotham City. Everyone's hot and either <laughs> everyone's hot or and you're crazy. The right, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> The Poison Ivy definitely is like a queer medicine, especially, you know, she wants to help the earth, that whole thing. And she's also not wrong, but maybe she's her methods wrong, are weird. But I don't think the Uma Thurman performance of Poison Ivy is gay. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's also, I mean, like it's, you know, from Mars, so maybe I'm wrong, but I, you know, it's not, sure. she doesn't seem to be like into ladies. Exactly. Yeah. She doesn't have one scene with the Venus flytrap, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> what are you saying? What are you saying? She doesn't have one scene with a Venus flytrap. Oh. Mm. Isn't that what I, I she's in when Robin appears at the end? I don't think that's a Venus flytrap. No, because that would have like spikes or something on it. Wait, I think you're right. Because doesn't it's flowers, like, then like lights go on and it turns like day glow. Doesn't somebody so go it's in? Definitely there? not a Venus flytrap. Okay. It's definitely not a Venus flytrap. <laughs> um now I'm hearing the music in that like jungle show yes yes it's in my head now get it out 
da, it was da, so da, brassy. Da, da. I loved it. <laughs> Me too. That's a big, that's a whole, that's a curtain, uh, whatever, whatever that phrase is on Broadway. What raises the roof? Uh, raises the roof. <laughs> That's an intermission song. People yeah. go out in the lobby. Oh, those monkeys. I mean, that scene is like, yeah, this, like, Zack Snyder would never have a scene like, like, this is like, <laughs> this is pretty gay. It's like charity yes, gala, yeah. you know, and like, God love them. Thank God this is like, Batman can handle it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. It's these fanboys you got to worry about. <laughs> They're the problem. They are the problem. So, what do you want to give this for Queer Menace, Tony? Three. A three. Yeah, I'm going to go two. Two. I'll give it a three. Giving it a 20, I can't tell you. Give it a 2.67. All right, our next category. Character actress makes a big swing. I think Uma Thurman. Definitely. I think Uma Thurman's going for it. I, I didn't like her. It, though. Pamela Isley was like, kind of like, this feels off like this character. But then she becomes <laughs> Poison Ivy. You're like, okay, now we're in good uh-huh. hands. I think she definitely took a big swing to be so like a living, like she might as well have been like Rita Repulsa. Who's that? You know, from Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mark's so young. He watched Power know. Rangers as a child. I didn't watch. Oh. I was aware of it. <laughs> I would tune in now and then, but I wasn't. A, I didn't have toys or anything. I mean, that Blue Ranger was hot. What are you going to do? I'm going to Google it when we're done. After I go to Gelson's. Thank you. Yeah. Be safe. My well. wine, honey. <laughs> you take your wine to have some Gelson's? wine to Google. <laughs> you bring wine to Gelson's? <laughs> Is that what you do? Yes. He sneaks in in a flask and then mm-hmm. just I love wine drink. in a flask. <laughs> I love it. And I make a big show taking off my face mask and drinking in the aisles. I'm like, vaccinated. <laughs> uh, what do you want to give this for character actress makes a big swing? I'm going to say just for Uma Thurman alone, a seven. Seven. She I think Uma. Remind- I was going to say she reminded me of uh, Madeline Kahn and Blazing Saddles. But <laughs> sure. She was doing, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. who was she doing? Greta Garbo? Marlena, Marlena Dietrich. Dietrich. That's that's what she reminded me of, Marlena yeah. Dietrich. Uh, in fact, well, actually, it's funny you should say that because that entrance where she's in the ape thing, Marlena Dietrich did that in one of her movies where, like, she enters at a party and, like, takes off a an ape suit. suit. And it's her, yeah, a gorilla suit. And it's her. Fun. So that was, so you, you Joel Schumacher, is listening to this and so happy and feels knows that you stuff. recognize that. Yeah. Oh. I think, yes, Uma Thurman does a great job. I think all the other actresses are pretty much meh and underplaying it. So I'll go five. Five. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go eight because I think that's like the main reason to watch this movie. Um, cool. Giving it a 6.67. All right. Our next category, witches. How witchy is this movie? I mean, oh, like Poison Pearson. Ivy. Yeah. She can like control plants. That's pretty witchy. She's doing yeah. all the heavy lifting. And she like in tune with nature. That's what Wicca is all about. You right. know, nature, all that shit. Nature, that's what it's about. <laughs> Please, John, tell me what is Wicca about if it's not about <laughs> nature? Please tell me, what is it about? It's about nature. You're right. Oh, okay. Because it sounded sarcastic when he said No, it. no, no. It's, it's the tone is getting off over Zoom. Oh, I see. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> That's I hate right. Zoom. I told you I'd rather be in the studio where I can pick up the sarcasm. Or we clearly. can pick up the tone. Mm-hmm. Clarity yes. of tone. So nice. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to give it for witches, Tony? Well, Uma Thurman. Seven. A seven. I'll go eight for Uma Thurman. Eight for Uma. <gasps> wow. Remember I think that. Emma Thurston was a witch. <laughs> Fashion witch. Maybe. 
That's what was written out. That's what was cut out of the movie. <laughs> oh, she was like going to be cackling she's, more. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it an eight. Yeah, it was pretty witchy. Given a 7.67%. All right, next category. This one might be tough. Gay actors playing gay roles. Oh. It's, I got nothing yeah. here. What's his name? The Maybe John guy. Glover. Yeah, yeah. Who but he was like the, turned on by Poison Ivy, though. Yeah. So oh. I don't think that character was gay. Zero. Zero. Yeah, I'll have to go zero as well. Do better, 20-year-old Hollywood. <laughs> he played the Trumpy character in Gremlins 2. He right? did. He was like the owner of the... Yeah. He was like a benevolent Trump, actually, right? Like He was a, a much more likable. Who is this? John Glover. He's oh, like right, a, yes. Never seen Gremlins 2? Yes, I've seen Gremlins 2. Oh. Um, Joan Ford talked about that movie on this podcast I had that you guys ripped off. <laughs> just, just two guys talking uh-huh. about a movie with a friend. Yeah, yeah. You, I forgot you invented that. Yeah, uh, yeah. In the format, people talking. Yeah, people talking. <laughs> All right, our next category: themes of mothers. Mother nature. Mother nature. Mother nature. There's lots of dead moms. Yeah, yeah. A lot of orphans. Yeah. Yeah. But that's about it. Not I mean, an Uma, overwhelming theme, but it's not there. a no, not at all. 5.78. 5.78. I'll go two. Two. Uh, I'll go three for the mother nature of it all, giving it a 3.59. Uh, next category pearl clutching. <gasps> exactly. exactly. You get the spirit. That whole number, all of the extras in that. The number, the jungle number that we were referencing. Right, like yes. when the villains come out, it was like, oh my. Yeah. And the whole bartering of like, who's uh, Uma Thurman's being auctioned, Poison Ivy's auctioning right. herself. <laughs> oh, yeah. For everything you see and everything you don't see, which I thought it was a very, that was a pretty good one. <laughs> very ribald. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, the, they didn't actually, every other Batman movie in history has a scene right, where, where the there's pearls. pearls. Fall. Yeah. Literally every other movie, right? That's, but not yeah. this one. Are you mad about it? Or are you, do you think that was a step in the right direction to move away from that tried and true iconography? This one, this one did have We've a diamond necklace it. that they were, people were grabbing for. That's true. An upgrade. That's true. Does that count as pearl clutching? If you wanted to. No, zero. I mean, people Zero. were offended by Pamela's, like, uh, Bruce Wayne was like, you're too crazy. We can't get rid of diesel fuel. We need that. <laughs> people come first. Like, we can't get rid of diesel? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, and then they went, yeah, you're right. Zero. Still a zero. <laughs> I'll give it a one. A one. Yeah, I'll give it a one. Give There's not much emotional reactions to much of anything in this movie. Wow. No. Although maybe is Barbara a little like offended by like, why is my uncle Alfred working for you? Oh, like, he hates this. Like it doesn't ever make sense. Pearl, why she, she's not like, oh, I'm scandalized by this. She's angry, but I wouldn't say she's Maybe she clutching. knew it was like a, a queer household and that's what she was offended by. She just couldn't say that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's in deleted scene. Maybe. Not, but maybe. maybe. All right, our last one. She was, the, <laughs> she was Tony. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Take a shot. Okay, you can go to Gelsen. Go to Gelsen. <laughs> the last of the bonus categories, quips. How quippy. Oh my God. It's mostly I've... quips. They're dumb. They're terrible. Yeah. Like 20, they're almost like, they're bad. Like there's 20, there's 27 ice puns in this movie. Oof. Oof. They're lot. all bad. <laughs> 
but they're in there one of them so long right it's like the longest walk to the ice pond prepare to meet the coolness of your death when i put you in the refrigerator that will be plugged into the south pole (laughs) it was a long walk (laughs) i mean this moment the dialogue is almost mostly quips yeah yeah 10 a 10 10 name a a movie with more quips name one uh all about eve Okay, good quips, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's your standard. <laughs> Unnecessary quips. <laughs> Unnecessary quips. Yeah, I agree there are a lot of quips, but most of them are so bad that I'm going to go four. Four. Now we're judging the quality, not quantity. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give it a six. Split the difference-ish. Okay. Not really. Giving it a 6.67. And now we are into the iconic categories. These categories are sort of larger umbrella categories. We're back to zero to a hundred for these. Felt. <laughs> it's an iconic category, definitely. All right, the oh. first one. Gonna score Batman and Robin in homo eroticism. Seventy-five. Seventy-five. Yeah, I wish there was. There's no real like dude on dude action but there is there like, the vibe of it dude on dude action that's the true. vibe of it is definitely there are in front of wayne manor these two giant statues of shirtless men wrangling horses <laughs> which like, joel like, schumacher just happened to have yeah <laughs> but i was like thinking like oh if you like drove by that and you saw that in front of someone's house you'd be like oh they're family <laughs> like I think that answers this is like a homoerotic energy to that to those wrestling a horse men wrestling horses sure and without a shirt on you know sure sure doesn't leave um, a lot to the imagination no I'll go 65 65 and the Turkish baths oh yeah uh I'll go 70 giving it an average of 70 all right our next one over the top wardrobe I mean, it's pretty constant. Like, even everyone, like, yeah, even like the regular people at like that party are wearing wild stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's people just the one guy in a suit where it looks like paint has just dripped on it. Oh yeah, right. All the dancers at that thing too. A lot of dancers. The day glow thugs. Barbara's motorcycle helmet with like the angel on it. Mm-hmm. And then 100. Dick had like the pops collar on his like <laughs> motorcycle jacket he looks like that movie about the um you know the the gang where the guy falls in love with the girl um grease? you mean grease <laughs> blacktop jungle oh, <laughs> also <yeah>. grease <laughs> yes also there are gangs where a guy, <laughs> the guy falls in love with the girl. <laughs> tony you're giving it a hundred yes i will give it a 91 91. There was a little too much restraint. <laughs> I'll give it 100. Giving it an ah. average of 97. Good, which is 5.33 points higher than Madonna Truth or Dare. And that has Jean-Paul Gaultier. Wow. Wow. Okay. That also had and a lot of robe work. That's true. Uh, and Antonio Banderas, right? See, si. si. es verdad. <laughs> Do you feel welcome? Sí, muchas gracias. Ay, que me he venido aquí. Bienvenidos a podcast. A podcast. 
Singular, yeah, just a single podcast. <laughs> ah, sí. Okay. Yo quiero okay. vino, voy a ir a Girls ahora. <laughs> no. Oops, I shouldn't yell. Um, I don't know. I'm in a new place. All right. Oh, lastly, in the iconic oh. categories, camp factor. How campy is Batman and Robin? A <laughs> hundred. A hundred, he's saying. It's very campy, but I think it's a joyless camp. Like, I do think, like, no one's having fun except for Uma, Uma Thurman. Thurman. I, you let me, if you let me finish, I would have said that. <laughs> so I will give it an 80. 80. Uh, I got a quick list of campy things I noticed. Anytime a scene ends and someone has to take a deep breath, you know, they're going to die. When Robin's frozen body is getting dunked into a pool, they give Chris O'Donnell the goofiest dummy, calling your computer back computer. Canted camera angles, Bane wearing a fedora, a wildly over-the-top invitation to a charity auction, a villain watching TV on more than one screen. The back credit card is definitely a high and low point of something. Pink gorilla suits. This may be the only Batman movie where Alfred burns a CD. Also, the only movie where Alicia Silverstone does martial arts and goes, yeah, leave it to Joel Schumacher <laughs> to reunite Arnold with his Predator co-star Jesse Ventura. Cartoon sound effects and live action movies. Chains painted in neon. Poison Ivy planting glitter seeds. A Droog cameo years before Space Jam 2. Getting kicked out of Oxford for street racing. Bane doing supermarket sweet through Arkham. Frozen tears. Robin saying he's going solo and then doesn't. Also the only Batman movie where Robin wears frozen lips. Batgirl fourth wave feministing. Poison Ivy. And finally, in the end, a broken white family is restored. So I think oh. this is fairly campy, but it's not as it's in some ways it's campier than Batman Forever, but not as it's definitely not as good. So I'll give it a, a 92. Right. An average of 90.67. Finally. We are into the crown jewels. So these categories we don't rate. We either all agree. We either agree it gets it or it doesn't. Like a jury. Like Indeed. a jury. Exactly. And let's just say this is definitely a hung jury, if you know what I'm Thank saying. Oh, Gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all bottoms. <laughs> Such a waste. <laughs> all right. <laughs> 15% bonus, Tony, for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Negative. Negative. Yeah, I don't think it no. can. So. I don't think it can. No. Guilty. You can. <laughs> <laughs> can we say that? Guilty. <laughs> to the <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Meet me at the gallows. <laughs> And then finally, negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not lose 50% of its points. All right, Tony, that's it. We're done. We're at the end. Now that it's all done, how well do you think the movie did? Pretty good. You still yeah. think it got an 82%? Do you think it's gayer Oof. than Batman Forever? Oh, I think it's gayer than Batman Forever, but in all this scoring, I don't... I'm saying if it did it do better than 82, right? Or at that's least what your initial prediction was 82. I'm... Batman Forever got a 72.71. Right. I think this movie did better than that. So I'm going to say yes. Okay. Because I don't right. remember the numbers from five minutes ago. <laughs> Fair enough. Sure. I will tell you exactly how it did. Out of a total possible 2,502.05 points, Batman and Robin has scored 1,874.01, giving it a percentage of 
74.9D, making it the 23rd gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Edward Scissorhands, but gayer than Mulholland Drive and gayer than Batman Forever. Wow. Okay. Well. I think a lot of that is because of Uma Thurman. With Thurman. I mean, you take yeah. her out of this movie and this is... What do you have? Be goodwill hunting at that point. Oh, <laughs> don't say that, John. Good. Oh my God. Where's the goodwill hunting edit of Batman and Robin? Someone's going to make that. <laughs> Please send it to us when you do. Well, thanks. That's that it. That was Tony. so great, Tony. Thank you so much for coming back and talking about this movie with us. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you liked it too. I think you liked it the most out of all of us. I enjoyed it. I was. You had a good time. I had a great time. I, I love watching bad movies. Right. Sure. Bat <laughs> movies? Or Wink. Okay. Just one little letter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony, always a delight. Is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Ooh, shill. Shill, mm. shill, shill. Now people can follow me at the Tony Rodrig on Twitter and Instagram. Mm. I'm on The Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, as of this recording, I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> called but, Spanish yeah. Jackie Presents. I've shot some things that are in the can and I'm like, can I talk about them? I don't think so. Isn't that fun? Not being able to talk about things? Well, this is like coming out next week. Yes, you're in the closet. I'm in the closet. Your career about... is apparently. Somewhere. Oh, yeah? Keep it uh-huh. in the closet. Remember that song? No. Well, uh, I think it's Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson off yep, Dangerous. Off Dangerous. Right? Oh. Jam! Naomi Campbell was in the video with him. Oh, I don't remember it. <laughs> I don't think you're, well, that's not one of the Something you videos. can watch later. <laughs> On your Yay, walk to my There we go. And how many Googles? <laughs> Thank you so much, Tony. And we'll, we'll be, be right back. back. We're back. Always fun. To... Always a delight to have Tony Rodriguez around. So now, are you happy that you subjected us all to this movie? Yeah, I didn't think it was like a miserable experience. I didn't find <laughs> it like a painful viewing experience, like a Just Friends or anything. It was just more like, oh, this is like long. It's just like, oh, it's slow. But like, I, there's there's some like the aesthetics of it I really enjoy. Okay, sure. And Uma's performance. So I was, yeah. it wasn't like a miserable time. I was just like, oh, this is just kind of, it does feel like this is like, made it's, by the studio stretches i think and yeah i felt you could tell they were just like rushed when they made it and like they said in this like behind the scenes document that like people just kept coming to the set like so like there'd be days where there'd be like a hundred visitors to the sets <laughs> just like it just seems like an insane way to like make a movie yeah and it shows that it's a purely corporate product it's you know has that kind of soulless vibe but there's right. so much to like about it that especially like we don't see anymore like no one's doing these kind of like <laughs> no one's making bad movies anymore but it's i just crazy. mean i just mean purely the visuals like no one's making these like over the top like cityscapes anymore you know what i mean everything's so like muted and like grounded now that i kind of miss the extravagance of like these schumacher ones okay that's all <laughs> I'm just talking about more the visual side of it. You know, I mean, I love it for that. Sure, sure. Because now everything's got to be like cool and badass, but like just make it (laughs) dumb and gay. Like that's fun too. That's a viable option. (laughs) Like we've seen the cool and badass Batman already. You know, why can't we have a really gay one? Oh yeah, the TV series is pretty gay. Right? Yeah. I like that this honored those roots. A little bit, sure. But not, it made me appreciate Batman forever more. Sure. 
Because that one I felt like, does a movie. Yeah. yeah, it just goes down so easy too. It's just like such a fun watch too. But what are you going to do? No, well, I'd be interesting to watch more Joel Schumacher movies, except for that Phantom of the Opera. We'll... <laughs> but you like really a St. Elmo's Fire. Incredibly shri- the Incredible Shrinking Woman. Sure. Flatliners. Flatliners. We love Flatliners. Now there's a musical. <laughs> Bring me the back. Same. One tone the whole time. <laughs> we are flatlining. <laughs> we are flatlining. We are and then flatlining. one woman is going, beep, beep. We are flatlining. There you go. Now we're getting somewhere. And then the drums start kicking in. Yeah. Layers. (laughs) Building the sound one layer at a time. People could be like dressed as like the dot, you know, the line, the EKG thing. Sure. You could do that. Like a mum and Sean's thing. Oh, yes. You're always trying to stop and Sean's into something. Yeah. (laughs) They just run across the stage doing the flat line. Think about all the cats in the audience, though. They go crazy. So many. Usually they're on stage at these musicals. <laughs> Cats in the audience? No, I've seen everything. That's a reference. <laughs> That's Broadway for you. There you go. So we have some fun emails we can get to right now. So we've got a couple. So we, as you may know, we are talking about, we're due for a bit of a category shakeup coming, I think, at the Absolutely. end of this month. And so the potential musical category is one that we've been asking our listeners what they think. We've got a couple emails. We've got this first one from Jeffrey and uh, Jeffrey writes, hello, says, this is my first time writing in. So let's get the givens out of the way. Huge fan of the podcast. You two crack me up. And this has been the light of my life during these difficult times. I can't stop scoring movies using your Byzantine scoring system. Well, thank you very much, Jeffrey. That's very lovely. And they says, now let's get down to business. I'm interested in the fact that you might move the musical potential category to the wheel and was particularly struck by Mark's offhanded remark that the category gives musicals an unfair advantage. Is being a musical an unfair advantage? I would argue that already being a musical or adapted into a musical definitely makes a movie gayer. If it didn't, why would the ability to adapt it into a musical even be a category in the first place? As an illustration of my point, does the Eating Out series have an unfair advantage over the other movies in the phallic imagery category because it has literal penises or is that just part of the inherent gayness that said if you're trying to make room for nuance i might call the category stage musical quality because of the double meaning of quality as both trait and degree of success for (laughs) non-musicals it can mean does it have that stage musical quality to it do you see this and want to see it on stage with musical numbers Mm. and for the musicals it can mean does it give you everything you want from a musical theater experience does it make your little gay heart want to stop and sing I think treating the category this way might reduce the urge to say, well, if it's a musical, so it gets full points while still keeping the spirit of the category present in the bonus section. I hope this is a helpful contribution, but if not, go ahead and roast me. (laughs) Can you really roast a queen who's already flaming? Goodbye. Wow. Can we char him? (laughs) I guess I would be thinking like, what is like a movie musical that wouldn't score well, like in the stage, like what a stage musical of this I mean, I think we talked, we, I mean, I'd mentioned it in like Little Mermaid because they did make a stage musical version of it. And I didn't think it was, I didn't see it, but it seemed to me a bad idea because it was better in film because you had to then be like, how do they swim? How do they float? How, or like, how do we create the underwater? So I think there are certain things that are better as a filmed musical, just inherently, not even just like the film is better than the stage version, but like it works better in that genre. Yeah. And then what is one where like, ooh, this captured like, because then he, the thing that I thought was a, that captures the live performance, like that captures that feeling. And that's really hard because like, I think part of the appeal is just hearing people sing live. 
is like that's so hard to capture on film unless it's like like a concert film or something like that energy of like you know the unbroken take of just your own vision <laughs> you know what i mean just like feeling that energy is like it's almost unrepeatable in movies I it's think just it's a just different a, thing. I think it's just the energy. It's not so much of singing of just being in the room with it. Because there have been a couple of musicals, especially of late, where they're like, oh, no, they're singing live. They're not lip syncing to a track they've already recorded. Your favorite Anne Hathaway, that close right. up in Les Mis. Yeah. yeah, and I thought Les Mis was bad because of it. I thought bad it for was a lot of reason. Terrible, yeah, that movie. Yeah. What a slog. Pretty bad movie. Uh, but they were like, but they sing live. And I was like, it didn't matter. It's still terrible. Hedwig, they recorded all those vocals live. Did they? Yeah. That's why they were like exhausted by the end of making that movie. Like, why did we do that? <laughs> because we don't have to. Because we want to well, catch that Hedwig, live like, energy. There's no, like the, the numbers aren't like a, a scene necessarily. It's been a while since I've seen the movie. It's such a different beast than the live show. Yeah. Which is, I think, smart to do yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a good thing like, to do that. Adapt it. <laughs> oh, this is a different medium? Don't yeah. just do that? Yeah. I don't what know, do you we, think about that? I mean, that's what I always try to think of when when we do the category of like putting it on stage, because that would right. be like, as opposed to like making a, a movie musical of Batman and Robin, like putting it on stage kind of thing. Right. I don't know. I like it. I think that, I think that's a very good arguments, Jeffrey. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for writing. And we have another email. This is from Duncan. And this is about vampire musicals. And Duncan writes, John was quite right in the Hello Stranger episode. Vampire musicals are notoriously unsuccessful. For some reason, musicals about vampires had a huge run of popularity in the turn of the millennium. Elton John's Lestat, Frank Wildhorn's Dracula, and Jim Steinman's Dance of the Vampires all bombed on Broadway. And it's become common knowledge that vampire musicals suck and not in a good way. Steinman's musical was very popular in Europe first, running for years in various countries under the name Tans Der Vampire, but was heavily oh. messed with by the producers in its Broadway debut. And the fact that the song Total Clips of the Heart, which was written for the musical, but made popular as a pop song in America first, opened act two, just made it seem silly. So wow. anyway, that's probably why no one has attempted a Twilight musical yet. Thank you, Duncan. I actually saw Dance of the Vampires on Broadway and it was- The Jim Steinman one? The Jim Steinman one. It was bad, but you would have loved it, Mark, because it was bad in that way that's just ridiculous A delicious bad. way? Delicious bad. Yes, as you're saying, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Actually, yes, opened act two. And the, 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 you know, the curtain rose, the whole stage, huge stage was just a giant staircase. And on top was uh, Michael Crawford was the main vampire. Um, and he was singing. And then the- He's know, Condor he's, Man. Yes, Condor Man, who's the original Phantom and Phantom of the Opera. Well, he's more known for back Condor on Broadway. Man, I think. Um, I guess it depends on the circle, what brunch you're at. Um, yeah. But he said, and then like the, the female love interest was like near the bottom, was like on the, the bottom of the stairs. And he would say, turn around. And she would do a half turn, sing a lyric. Sing She'd be coy. And then he would go, turn around. And then she turned around again and half turn. Sing Why a, aren't a you lyric turning around? Stage, and then he would say, turn around. And she did it again. Um, it was pretty ridiculous. So li a literal interpretation. Yes, of the very on the nose. <laughs> and they're like, why is the audience laughing through this whole number? <laughs> Sounds amazing. Well, just do it for laughs then. You know, like change it. Like, you know, Tommy Wiseau is now saying like, well, I meant the room to be a comedy. <laughs> sure. <laughs> And you got more mileage though. <laughs> exactly. Just admit it. We're fine. Just yeah. embrace it. Um, but yeah, vampire musical. I think it's similar to the superhero musical thing of like there's too many unusual things on top of each other that they it did like, like Little Shop fit. of Horrors is like a lot of unusual things. There's like other musicals that have unusual things. 
I guess so. Is there maybe something inherent to the superhero? Maybe it's just like audit, like those Broadway audiences just are maybe not that interested in like superheroes and those people who are into superheroes aren't that interested in Broadway musicals maybe. Could be maybe that or could be like what you want from a superhero movie is the fight scenes the and the action sequences and, and it's hard to do that convincingly and safely in a Broadway theater. Yeah, maybe if they did like, instead of superheroes, they did like a ghost world musical, like more of like a Terry Zweigoff, like a more grounded, like indie uh, comic. Uh, musical. I've completely lost you, but uh, <laughs> a Daniel Clouds musical, Eight Ball the Musical. Uh, you're a good man, Charlie Brown. There you go. It's a comic cartoon. strip. That's a comic, yeah, successful musical. People love that. When there's that Superman one, was that a flop or? I don't think it was a flop, but it wasn't a it wasn't successful, and it's rarely done. And remember, they didn't put um, Superman or Spider Man on the wall of flops at Sardis because it ran for two years. Yeah. So he couldn't consider it, it a flop technically. Although it has lost more money than any musical in Broadway history, but sure. I'm just telling you what the guy at Sardi said. Okay, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, thank you, Duncan, for that email. Uh, if you guys have any other thoughts on musicals, vampire, otherwise, you can email us at twoldqueens, twoldqueens at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you think. Did you like, did you, yeah, do you have any arguments for something you like? scored it? Did you like, <laughs> did you like, did you thank like? You. <laughs> Did you uh, yeah. hate or did you like? <laughs> Let us know. You, yes. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at two old queens, TWO old queens. Follow me on Letterboxd where I maintain the current movie rankings. Yes. And if you want to support this podcast, you can do it in a couple of ways. We have merch if you go to T Public and search for two old queens. So there's a lot of fun stuff you can buy for yourself and your friends, loved ones, and a lot of different. Uh, designs and colors and objects you can put them on and a percentage of all the proceeds go to the okra project so you're not just buying merch you're helping people out and also we have a patreon tool queens retirement plan it's uh, for five bucks a month you get an extra episode in your feed and we're doing very similar stuff uh movie projects and whatnot so yeah right uh, now yeah. we're starting a series called three shark movies one piranha movie mm -hmm. very Rolls succinct title yes <laughs> yeah so check that check out, that out. All right, that's it. we'll see you next time. We do know the movie for next week. Okay, you want to tell us what you have picked? I, yes, I have picked. This one's also pretty gay, but okay. actually gay, maybe. Oh, maybe. Foreign. It's a foreign film. Ooh. Bo Travail. I believe it's streaming on Criterion. Okay. So check, check that, that out. out. And we'll so we'll see be you talking about week. that next week. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.